and welcome to an aggressively PTA-themed bonus episode of Allegedly Astrology. We're planning to kick off season three in just a few short weeks, but since we covered the astrology behind major events, celebrities, and a whole lot more, we couldn't leave you wondering about one of Hollywood's most bizarre ass-grabby couples. Um, the internet has like truly been a buzz about these two, so you know we had to hit you with those transits. So Dana, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the budding romance between Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. And we have to shout out uh, that this was a fan-requested episode, so thank you, Lisa, for the recommendation. Yeah, shout out, Lisa. And we love, we love fan rec, so hit us up in those DMs if you guys have some more stuff for us to cover. But if you have Instagram or access to the internet, you've probably seen relationship timelines or even the borderline sexting-like comments left by this couple that really seemingly came out of thin air. So... Let's learn a little bit more about Courtney and Travis. So I think it's safe to say that basically everyone knows Courtney Kardashian and her vocal fry. But if for some reason you are new to pop culture, she's one of the Kardashian sisters. She's a reality star, socialite, model, influencer, and mother to three children. She also has a health and wellness site called Poosh, which I hate that name. So what are her big three? Um, her big three is an Aries sun, a Capricorn moon, and a Pisces rising. <laughs> um, that's me trying to do vocal fry. Uh, so Aries suns are vibrant. They're passionate and competitive. Um, they want the spotlight, but they also want to earn it. And they're able to change with like the circumstances of life. And they're also like intellectually curious and adaptable, like our little Elise. Capricorn moons are more serious, and they like to like rein in their emotions. They care about how they appear to others, like, and they want to control that image. They're, like, also, like, productive and good at compartmentalizing emotion, but they might have difficulty, like, dealing with it and processing it when it comes time. But they always make sure to process emotion and stuff because, like, that's what the Capricorn does and, like, they want to be able to move on. And Pisces Risings are, like, kind and compassionate and psychic. Um, They know how to play stupid really well, uh, and I mean that in a good way. I I do this a lot myself, um, but I don't think I can do it as good as a Pisces. Uh, And so, like, they tend to speak slowly or, like, have some sort of otherwise notable affect. Which, there she does. Um, <laughs> there she does. And they also, <laughs> they like, they can take on too much though. And they can be plagued by like the struggle of wanting to experience all that life has to offer while like simultaneously mourning the ephemerality of like every single moment. So like they're the kind of people who are always like aware that they might be making a memory. Um, and they can struggle to stay present in their bodies because of this sometimes. But they're like fun little creatures. So that's Courtney. But now this is where Travis Barker enters the chat. Travis Barker is a drummer, music producer, and songwriter. He's known for being in the band Blink-182, which honestly speaks to my little 15-year-old pop-punk heart. Same Z's. But he's done tons of collabs, and he's been in other bands such as Plus 44, Boxcar Racer, Anti-Mask, and Goldfinger. He's actually known as the first superstar drummer because everyone knows him, and, you know, most drummers just, like, lurk in the shadows. Um, He was even listed as one of the best 100 drummers of all time. And he starred in a reality show on MTV called Meet the Barkers with his ex, um, Shayna Mokler, um, who he has two kids with. Yeah, Sarah was a really big emo back in her youth. And And it's true. It's true. She she was a hardcore emo, emo goth kid. Um, we won't talk. We won't tell everyone about your tattoo, though, Sarah. Don't I was worry. literally just going to say a child with a, just an alkaline trio tramp stamp, as you do. And you got it with our friend who got a pentagram in a basement <laughs> yeah. on the south side of Chicago. If we hit 10,000 followers on Instagram, Sarah will show the world her <laughs> tramp stamp tattoo, everyone. So 
Tell all your friends to follow us. It's one you won't want to miss. You won't want to miss it, y'all. And Shayna will definitely be making a return later in the ep, but let's get into Travis and his uh, little emo big three. Okay, just before I do, do you think that Mark Hoppus is sitting somewhere every day being like, what is going on? Because Tom DeLonge is like, he's like the top like UFO figurehead. And then <laughs> his other like old co- like band member is... Well, basically a Kardashian now. I'm going to reach out to Mark Hoppus over DM and see if he's willing to talk about it. Something tells me I won't get a response. Um, okay, so Travis is big three. He's a Scorpio sun, an Aries moon, and a Cancer rising. And Scorpio suns are contemplative. Um, they're funny and mysterious. And like they're not always goth, although Travis really does kind of represent the stereotype of being dark like that. And they have an understanding that's like not like that. Life is constantly in change. So like the only constant is change. And they're always, like, trying to hold down what they can while getting ready for, like, the next big purge. Um, <laughs> and Aries, Aries moons are, like, passionate. They're emotional and self-validating. Like, Rihanna, who I guess you, like, allegedly also dated. Whoa. Um, Travis does not need anyone else's approval. This is, like, a really good placement for an artist. Um, Aries moons are able to be, like, vulnerable then without, like, treating vulnerability like an event or, like, like feeling like it's, like, a, you know, big moment. They just, it's natural. And then Cancer Risings are, like, they can be extremely hard to get to know, um, and they might come off as, like, disinterested or brooding or mysterious, and if they do, that's probably when they're, like, the most interested. This is, like, a thing that they do for self-protection because they literally aren't, like, they're incapable of not caring. And so they just also, they take on, like, so much, and they're afraid of, like, letting others in because, like, what if that person leaves? Or, like, you know, it's like they have to protect themselves. And Cancers, again, like, they're represented by the crab, and the crab walks sideways. Um, and so they can be super moody, uh, whether or not like they show it, but their ruling planet is the moon. So, and that changes signs every two and a half days. And so like, that's one way to tell what their mood will be. But also this placement is kind of known for being like literally like well endowed in the pants. Nice. Wow. Reminds me of Pete Davidson, also a BDE person with a lot of tats. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he kind of just has like the big three of a ultimate emo band member, which is probably why he's so successful at all the bands he's been in. And he's a really talented drummer. So I wonder like, is there anything in someone's chart that can indicate like musical talents or just being like really good at something? Yeah, for sure. So he has Mars retrograde in Cancer and the moon in Aries. And Cancer is, again, ruled by the moon and Aries is ruled by Mars. And so these two planets are in each other's signs. Um, and that's called mutual reception. And it's like a positive factor. It indicates that the planetary energies are like in a permanent, permanent, like synergistic state together, flow state, basically. And Mars rules percussion and the moon is human emotion. So drumming is like kind oh. of like a logical fusion of these two things as like an art and a release, like a very healthy release, obviously, instead of violence. <laughs> so additionally, Travis has Mars retrograde, like I said, which like just dials up the volume. Retrograde planets are they appear closer to Earth. So they're like that dials up the volume. And so retrograde planets can also have like a difficult time adhering to societal expectations. Um, and so like one feature of like someone's life will be like trying to they have to like figure out how to make that express that planet's energy in their own way. And so drumming, music, art, sports, uh, they're all like good non-criminal ways to get this out. (laughs) I love that. And so I guess that means that if you do have Mars retrograde placements, you might be really hulking out internally and that could give you a lot of motivation to channel into those talents. Um, Another Mars retrograde celeb I just remembered, Michael Jordan. Yes. Simone Biles also has Mars retrograde. We should probably do an episode on her. I want yeah, to. Yeah. Make sure to check out our Michael Jordan episode if you want to learn more. So speculation for whether Travis and Courtney, if something was going on between them, started happening earlier in the year. 
um, when people started noticing Travis creeping super hard and Courtney's comments on Instagram. For me, it was very out of the blue, but apparently it's not as out of the blue as people might assume because the pair has been friends for years. They live in the same gated community in Calabasas. Duh. Um, They've been seen out together getting dinner since around like 2018. He's even appeared on Keeping Up with the Kardashians before. So I guess this isn't like totally random if you if you think about it. Yes, that is all true. But the thing that set everyone off was when both of them posted pictures from the same location to show they were together, as you do. And then it was confirmed in January 2021 that shit was on and they were dating. So we got to check out that bi wheel. Nothing on Instagram is ever done on accident, peeps. I know. That's that's why I had to stop Instagramming because everything I do is on accident. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So Travis and Courtney, the like wildest part about this bi wheel to me um, is that Courtney's ascendant is in Pisces. Or Courtney's like Pisces ascendant is conjunct Travis's lot of fortune and her midheaven in Sagittarius is conjunct his lot of spirit. I don't think we've really talked about the lot of fortune and the lot of spirit on this pod. And I don't really think I know what it is. So can you like explain it a little bit more? Um, Okay, so plainly the lot of fortune is what happens to you and the lot of spirit is what you do. Okay, and then the the ascendant and midheaven are both astronomical calculations and they like represent the self and the destiny respectively. And like lots of fortune and spirit are kind of similar to this, right? But they, these are calculated using a person's big three. And they were used in ancient astrology or traditional astrology for like super specific prediction work and uh, among other things and like zodiacal releasing. And they've been revived lately. And um, the stuff that people are doing with it is super cool. Um, so like a lot of fortune is kind of like the moon. And it relates to, again, faded events that happen to your li- like you in your life that are beyond your control, especially things that happen to your body. And a lot of spirit is like the sun and it like relates to like faded events, but that occur with your effort and participation. So it's like if we count everything as some sort of fate, like the lot of spirit is what you do. And like the lot of fortune is kind of, you know, what's beyond your control. And um, the thing that makes it super rare is that both the midheaven and the ascendant, uh, as well as the lots of spirit and fortune are like the, their calculations are not planets. Right. So they're based on like these people's specific charts um, and like the moment they were born and the place they were born. And so, like, while, like, everyone born on the same day will have, like, really similar charts, they'll have, like, all the same planets and the same signs, these points will drastically vary among everyone um, based on time and location again. And so these contacts between two people's charts are, like, extremely rare. I haven't seen it anywhere else before. Um, I haven't seen everything, though, obviously. And so also, like, they're just so specific to an individual's chart that they, like, kind of, like, like, these are, like, their souls, right? Like, those are the things that really represent the individuality in a chart. So it, like, would create, like, a magnetic attraction between the two of them. And I bet it feels super heavy and super faded. And, I mean, it helps me cut them some slack for being such freaks. So even <laughs> if they're disgusting, they're not wrong. Interesting. So yeah. these aspects are very unique to a person's chart. And like Dana said, this is very rare. So I assume that when you find this person, it's like an undeniable attraction and it's unlike anything you've ever felt before. So so cute. I guess I could give them a slight pass, which is why they can't stop with the PDA. But I still think PDA is disgusting. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do you Capricorn rising? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we cannot continue on with this podcast without talking about their PDA, which honestly, to me, after researching this, this is what I think is the main story here, because besides like their insane PDA, like there's they're just like two 40 something year olds dicking around in LA, you know, along with Elise, I find their PDA to be actually psychotic, especially because they both have children. Pathological. Um, But before it truly went off the rails, um, 
we kind of got like the beginning of it in February 2021 with a low key pick of them holding hands. And Courtney's brand Pish commented on it <laughs> saying, quotes, we're feeling this, which is a reference to a Blink-182 song. Which honestly destroyed me because I like that song and now it's ruined. <laughs> and also brands need to stop being cringe. Yeah, like, what losers are you to do that? Like, grow up. <laughs> but Travis shared the photo on his Instagram story. And since then, it's just been like a barrage of PDA mayhem that we were alluding to before. Travis even went on the Drew Barrymore show and talked about Courtney. So this is like when he confirmed the relationship. Then there's just been a lot of like photo shared and like handwritten I love you notes and pics of them making out and just like a lot of standing while hugging moments. <laughs> but then things started to get a little more rated R and there's that uh, infamous desert photo shoot where they're like passionately kissing, wearing like no clothes, so much ass grabbing. Like Sarah said, they're both parents of some somewhat Instagram age children. So they presumably see all of this. Um, then he later posted a picture of himself playing the drums but then he tagged Courtney, who was not in the photo, and the comment read, all day I dream about sex with you. Which, yeah, that's like deranged. Uh, yeah, deranged. Kill me. So we're still not done. If you have a gag reflex, it's probably <laughs> activated right now. But another time Travis posted like a black heart, everything with a screen grab of the Cure song, Just Like Heaven, which like I love the Cure, but once again, get a diary. Then he posted a goop candle personalized to say, this smells like Courtney's orgasm, which I really uh, hate. That is, I just got chills. I hate that so much. And so then bad. Courtney also tattooed, I love you on him. Is nothing sacred? Nothing is sacred. Secret. No. God is dead. So, Dana, let's get into the why wheel. Why are they so extra? <laughs> All right. Well, we only have so much time, but Courtney Sagittarius Midheaven is in Travis's sixth house, and the Midheaven is who we are in public, uh, our like public persona, or like what where we make an impact in this world. And so it's especially significant um, when you're checking a famous person's chart. And the sixth house is habits and routines and like daily hygiene. And so this aspect indicates that they have made a habit of sharing their life on public, right? And so Sagittarius is also the sign of travel and big butts, literally. So that pic of them like making out in the desert where he's holding her butt cheeks in a G-string is literally the visual interpretation of this aspect. <laughs> um, but the plot thickens because exes are involved and exes are going to X. So this is where Shanna Mochler enters the scene. Shanna slash Shanna is a model, <laughs> actress, and a previous reality star. She was a beauty queen. She's still pretty involved into the pageant scene today. Um, Shana was married to Travis from 2003 to 2006, and they have two children together. So what are her big three? So we don't have um, her birth time, and so we don't know her rising, and we also don't know her moon. But here. So like she has an airy son like Courtney, which is interesting, making her passionate, curious, and competitive and playful. Um, and her moon is either in Libra or Scorpio, and that depends on what time she was born. Libra moons are like, they need their relationships to be in harmony in order to feel secure in the world, whereas Scorpio moons uh, need like an eternal blood oath. Um, <laughs> kidding, but like maybe some do. Um, it's just like the, the moon is in fallen Scorpio, which makes it difficult for the natives because they deal with a lot of like emotional turmoil and upheaval. Uh, they tend to feel more deeply than any other moon sign and are really incredible detectives because they have like an immediate gut instinct for intuiting when someone is lying and they can keep a poker face in any circumstance, um, 
But I digress. In my mind, if I'm thinking of a Scorpio or Libra, I feel like it's probably more likely that she has a Scorpio moon because she does seem to be dealing with a ton of constant emotional turmoil, whether it's self-inflicted or not. To me, and this is just a recent theory that I have developed, but I think Libra moons are also equally psychotic. Like, you know, hashtag not all Mm. Libra moons. But (laughs) everyone thinks, like, gets this feeling from them that, you know, they're charming little babies and they're super accommodating. But like, I think they're insane because their whole like mental stability hinges on things being balanced and like things are never going to be balanced. That's so true. So if we remember like from our big um, Halloween episode about the Amityville horror, like the dad, I'm pretty sure was like a Libra or a Libra moon. And it was like, oh, why is he like beating his kids? And it's like, well, probably because Uh. of that. You can tell a lot about where, like how a Libra moon or like understand how Libra moon acts by where their Venus placement is. Ooh, interesting. As Travis and Courtney's relationship has played out, so has the Shane. Shayna has just been like ruthless um, towards Courtney. She's described Courtney as a downgrade. She says Courtney and Travis's relationship has been played up on Instagram and even posted a quote saying, stop complaining about your life. There are people out there dating your ex. (laughs) I love the obliviousness of that. Oh my God. In a world that is burning. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. And then she came out with some goss by claiming that Travis cheated on her back in the day with Kim Kardashian, aka Courtney's sister. And this cannot be confirmed, but it's a real allegation as far as Shayna is concerned. And when asked by some TMZ paps about what she thinks about Courtney, Shayna said, Thanks for destroying my family. Dot, dot, dot twice and then walked <laughs> off i mean she didn't say dot 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 but there was a pregnant pause and then travis denies the hell out of this so who's to say what really happened but that's insane like when she said that like shit just got like blown up but something to keep in mind is that it's not just Shayna acting shady there's like a lot of like subgramming going on between all parties oh yeah and subgramming is when you don't specifically tag someone in a post but you are most definitely referring to them or like clearly trying to capture their attention. For any non-internet literate or any non-internet on listeners, sub is just a word that has been used for passive aggressive uh, statements made on the internet, I think. Don't you yeah, think? Yeah, I feel like everyone's done it. <laughs> oh like, yeah, everyone... I love it. I live for it. <laughs> everyone has done it. We live um, for the subs. We live for yes. the subs. But Courtney and Travis are the king and queen of it these days. Courtney has posted an Instagram story sharing a poosh article about stopping stalking your ex on Instagram. My favorite thing she's done in this story. (laughs) Which is a clear jab at Shayna. And then Travis posted a lyric from his song saying, silence is also an answer, (laughs) which is so goth, um, after Shayna made that Kim allegation. Yeah, they have a very weird aggro situation going on, so... Um, I wonder what their bywheel between Shayna Travis and Shayna and Courtney is like. Right. So we don't have Shayna's birth time against so we're limited, but all three of them have significant Aries placements, which is interesting. And Travis um, has an Aries moon, but both Courtney and Shayna have their suns in Aries. So sun moon conjunctions are common in romantic relationships because or like sun moon aspects, but sun moon conjunctions, especially uh, in romantic relationships, because they can like these are the places that can simultaneously understand each other and balance each other out. They don't have the same agenda, but they have, like, they're connected. Uh, And so, like, Aries is a super passionate fire sign, so these relationships are, like, hot and heavy. And, like, I think of it as, like, a real Italian vibe. 
you know, like just super horny and vibrant. <laughs> yeah, but also like they'll fuck you up if you betray them. So as yeah. a fellow Aries son and an Italian, I can really I can really uh, relate to this. But then again, I have not participated in any subgramming on on the Internet. So um, can't say. But, you know, if anyone betrays me, who knows what I'll do? <laughs> So since then, there's been a lot of speculation that Travis and Courtney got married in Vegas or got engaged at least. There was a very like, so happy for you Instagram story by Travis's daughter, which confused people. There was like someone's assistant that said like, now I know why people get married in Vegas. So it, it's been a confusing time. Like, did they, didn't they? Um, it didn't help that Courtney was also seen wearing a huge ring, but it was on her right, kind of like whatever it's called, ring finger instead of her left. Apparently they say they're not engaged, but Dana, what do you think? The optics of this are so dorky is what I think. <laughs> um, and initially I was like, this is like a Hulu contract thing, but I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I didn't check. So I kind of, it's possible, I think. It's either, okay, so Courtney, um, again, when I was talking about the lots, the sun or the lot of spirit and fortune are ten, like the most important ones, but there are other calculations. Literally, there are endless calculations. You can even make up your own. But for the classic uh, part of marriage, hers is in uh, 14 or 15 degrees cancer on the day that um, the news was released, like that when they were in Vegas or the day that she posted an Instagram from, from Vegas, the sun was in, I think, 17 degrees cancer. So that would have been activated at the time. And there are other parts of marriage that were also simultaneously being activated. So I do think that this either indicates like it's not surprising that they're in the news or that they literally did get married. And that's what we'll find out on their new show when we have to watch because that's what they're making us do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was uh, a Hulu play because Travis has also signed on to participate in the series. But who knows? Maybe they just decided to get married and they're not like a fish engaged, but they let everyone know. I don't know. They're weird like that. But I'm I can't say that I'm upset, even though the PDA is gross, because I've been truly starved for messy celeb gossip. And um, please, celebrities, bring on bring it. Bring more gossip to us. We need it uh, for season yes. three. So in the meantime, speaking of season three, if you need a fix before our season three debut, you can always revisit some of our top episodes like Hilaria Baldwin, The Salem Witch Trials, and The Royal Family Drama. Yes, and uh, please also leave us a five-star review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen to. Make sure you follow us. We're Allegedly Astrology on Instagram, Reddit, and Hey Hero, and Allegedly Astro on Twitter. Also, if you leave us, if you do leave us a review and you DM it to us, uh, a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a meme with your big three. So if you do that, send us a screenshot and your birthday or your big three. Yes. For sure. And remember, 10,000 followers means everyone seeing Sarah's Alkaline Trio tramp stamp. So spread the word, peeps. <laughs> so tell your friends. Tell your friends. <laughs> tell your friends. <laughs> everyone run. close your eyes. Close your eyes and say it. Okay, ready? Stop it. Close your eyes. I'm trying. I promise. I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. Allegedly Astrology.